Hey, hey. Dylan Carmichael, good morning. Hey, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Really good. I appreciate you uh, jumping in to hang with me uh, on Beginnings. Yeah, the podcast, it's origin stories. It's kind of uh, where you grew up, what uh, life was like for you as a kid, what you're doing now, where you're going, and a couple of uh, fun questions in between. You, you ready? Yeah, absolutely. All right, I love it. All right, so welcome to Beginnings. Uh, Son of a uh, was the first time I really got exposed to you. Uh, used to get a ton of requests for that. Uh, and we're going to talk more about that and that single, but your current single, Drinking Problems, uh, right here on KFDI. Great song uh, and some heavy hitters we'll get into here in just a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so um, never asked this question on the show before, so you're sort of a test subject, but I think I'm going to lead with it from here on out for every episode we do. What is one of your earliest memories? Um, Man, that's a good question. Um one of my earliest memories, uh, I remember uh, my dad, it's, it's kind of a funny story, but I was probably three or four years old and uh, my dad was mowing the yard and, you know, being a three or four year old, you know, your imagination's crazy, right? So right. he uh, he keeps running over these tennis balls <laughs> that the dogs use, you know, to, to play fetch, but he sure. keeps running up tennis balls with the lawnmower. And so it shoots these lawn mo- these uh, tennis balls outside this mower, and he he quit mowing. I said, "Wow, did you see those tennis balls shooting out of there?" And he goes, "Yeah, my lawn mower has a tennis ball shooter on it." <laughs> <laughs> and I was blown away by that. I was like, "Wow, you could put a tennis ball shooter on your lawn mower." But right. in reality, he was just going and running over them. Sure, sure, but but at that age, man, the the world is a, a wondrous place. For sure, it's a great memory. Uh, Bergen, Kentucky, uh, about 90 minutes uh, from Louisville, about an hour uh, to Lexington. What was life for you as a kid growing up uh, in Bergen? Uh, let's see here. I, I think, um, you know, it was a it's a simple kind of childhood, very simple. Um, uh, it's hardworking people. So, you know, everybody, everybody goes and works during the day. And, then you know, it's very routine, you know, everybody – works during the day and then comes home at dinner time. They go to church on Sunday and Monday through Friday. They, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, the story how it goes, but, uh, but it was a very routine, but simple place to grow up. Uh, good people, you yeah. know, a lot of good people. Pretty small town, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. The, uh, last time I checked, it was like 920 people, I think. Yeah. So <laughs> Which can be which can be good and bad. I mean, in those small towns. I mean, I lived. I grew up in a town of probably three or four thousand, but everyone kind of knows everyone and what they're up to, and that can be good or bad, I suppose. <laughs> right. Uh, ever break a bone as a kid? Um, no, nah, I fractured. I fractured my pinky when I played football. Okay, what position? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, I mean, you're a pretty big dude. Yeah, I played on the line. Okay, like the defense line. Sure. I don't remember exactly what what position. I turned out to not be a big sports guy in general, which is okay. a whole other conversation. Okay, well, maybe but, we'll get maybe we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> if uh, if a family member were to you know crack open their their wallet or, or a photo album and pull out a picture of you as a teenager, let's say, uh, did you have long hair in that picture, or when did you start uh, growing growing the long hair? Because I always look, I always envied the guys in high school when I was in high school who could grow their hair that long or longer because my. <laughs> Mine would get to about here and then head that way, and it was just a mess. I know. Awkward phase. Right. Um, <clears throat> I never had long hair until I was in my 20s. Okay. 
right. I, had, I was buzz cut short my whole life. Right on. Uh-huh. And uh, then I, I wanted to be Waylon Jennings or something. So I, mean, I just like started growing my hair out. <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, who doesn't, right? Um, Turns out I'm not that cool at all. But <laughs> and, yeah, people like Morgan Wallen. I don't, you know, I wonder why he just shaved his 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 hair off. He shaved his mullet off, and people are freaking out over that. But you know. he just starting controversy, you know, for sure. Doing, I mean, Patrick, just and, being Morgan. Yeah, and and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Since we're in Chiefs country, he's talking about uh, changing his hairstyle this year. So we'll have to wait and see. But uh, what was your first vehicle? Um. Well, when I first got my license, my uh, my my stepfather's uh, parents had a a Ford Taurus, like a 1989 Ford Taurus. So that's technically what I drove around first. But the first vehicle that I actually could call mine was a Ford F-150. Nice. Uh, What year? Because the first I learned to drive on a Ford F-150 with three on the tree, which I which was phenomenal. My mine was fairly new. It was like a okay. two thousand three or something like that. Okay, but yeah, three on the tree. That's right. I wish I had. I wish I, had, I could say my first car was three on the tree. That's way cooler, right? For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, so you, you you started figuring out this music thing was 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 something you liked. Uh, talent talent shows. Um, do you remember like one of the very first times you played? How nervous you were, and what was the song you opened up with? Do you remember any of that? You know, I, I remember doing um, talent shows, and and I remember doing "Courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue" by Toby Keith. Okay, but I've never been nervous. I've been nervous about other things, but not getting on stage. I okay. don't recall ever being nervous. So you got a you got a level of confidence there that you're just you're you're comfortable in your skill set and what you're doing, and it's it's something you enjoy. Yeah, yeah, rather than confidence, it's just uh you know com- comfortable is, is a better way to put it. I get that. Uh, when I'm on a road trip, uh, I like to find a good diner every now and then. How's the Bergen Depot there in Bergen, Kentucky? <laughs> That's good stuff. They make the best sandwiches in the whole world, man. Those, those sandwiches are thick. And uh, I think they make their own mustard, like homemade mustard. Oh, now you're talking uh, about language. Oh, my gosh. It's just unbelievable. It's so good. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so where that, 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 that Bergen Depot, the building that that's in – my mom actually used to have a hair salon in that same building. Oh, no but when, she, when she sold it, she sold it to the people that own the Bergen Depot now. Okay. So there's a bit of a connection there. Huh. Yeah. Do they give you sort of like a friends and family discount when you walk in? Do you get a little off on the sandwich or what? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I get a discount. <laughs> I definitely get hugs. <laughs> right. yeah, nothing wrong with that. That's, that's probably worth a little bit more. I was looking at some of your, uh, some of your YouTube short videos. Uh, there's one. Sitting on the porch playing guitar, got a couple of really big rings on your strumming hand. Uh, first of all, uh, how hard is it to play with those two big rings on your strumming hand like that? Um, I, I don't, I don't think it really changes anything okay. too much. Yeah, it's it's um maybe because I've been doing it for so long or so okay. I don't know, but it it doesn't uh, it's not it doesn't make it more difficult okay it looked difficult and i don't know whether anyone ever pointed this <laughs> out. i don't know whether anyone pointed this out to you or not no one has but, ever pointed that out no but as you're strumming you're giving me the middle finger the way those rings oh, are- yeah. <laughs> i mean whatever uh without yes you know my that's that's a bar chord position yeah well, well looks- on, on the strumming hand if you watch the strumming hand though you're kind of hanging that middle finger out but you know, 
Oh, well, maybe that maybe I was just secretly flipping her by off. There. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? But I thought it was kind of funny. It made me laugh. Uh, a lot of your reels and, and shorts on YouTube, uh, 100% worth watching. A lot of your TikTok activity is, is really a lot of fun to watch. So I encourage people yeah. to find you on your social medias for sure. Yeah. Um, do you remember who first invited you to the Opry to play and, and, and what it was like to step into the circle for the first time? I'll never forget that day. Um, you know, I, I was – I was invited by the, you know, the Opry team, you know, the people that, that put together the events and all that stuff for the Opry. Um, they knew that I was a security guard at the Opry. Um, they were actually remembered me from. Um, and so, yeah, it was August 21st, 2019, 2018, August 21st, 2018. Um, I showed up there, still didn't believe it was real. Got to the Opry backstage with my guitarist, walked in the door, still didn't believe it was real. Um, you know, my Uncle Eddie and my mama was on stage with me. Uh, we walked out side stage and they said, Dylan Carmichael, still didn't believe it was oh. real. Chill. Walked out on stage, stepped in the circle, still didn't believe it was real. And what's funny uh, is I still don't okay. believe that that that's real, man. It's just it blows my mind. I just absolutely uh, cannot believe you, even even now, you know, five years later, I just can't believe that I ever played the Grand Ole Opry. It's it's amazing, right. and to play it tomorrow, yeah, I mean, it's every time you know you never lose count. Tomorrow's going to be my twenty fifth time playing the Opry. It's got to be a cool perspective for you because how many times did you spend as a security guard? daydreaming about that that moment yeah oh my gosh i mean right. that's why i wanted to work there yeah i wanted to do security there so i could watch the opera yeah get as, <laughs> as, get as close as you can to it right that's right um rolling stone make drawing comparisons between you and chris stapleton is that is that like how does that make you feel does it kind of frustrate you that you and make you want to pivot to to kind of develop your own personality your own version of this is this is me i'm dylan carmichael and i don't want to be anybody else i mean how do you feel about those comparisons uh i don't i'm guilty of it myself you know i'll hear a new artist and i'll be like oh well, that sounds like uh joe nichols mm. or or that, or that kind of sounds like um uh, whoever mm -hmm. you know it's, it's natural for people to want to Okay. Uh, compare. And so I just don't take it personal. I go, well, when they become fans and they keep listening to me more and more, maybe they'll, uh, they'll identify me as, as my own, you sure. know, voice or so. Uh, but yeah, I don't mind. And, and I mean, it's not like I'm getting compared to someone who's terrible. I mean, Chris Stapleton's freaking awesome. So right. 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 <laughs> compliment. Again. Yeah. Again, it could be worse, I suppose. <laughs> um, how incredibly valuable was it as you were starting this this musical journey to have your uncles, Eddie Montgomery and John Michael Montgomery? Um, let's see here. I think that they contributed so much into uh, the the uh, me growing up around music. You know, I think that uh, I got the the seed mm -hmm. planted. Um, I got the bug, per se. Uh, at a young age because I just grew up immersed in music and particularly country music Sure, because of my uncles and because of my mom was and is a singer. And my dad's dad actually on the Carl Michael side was a singer as well. Um, but 
I mean, it did definitely, certainly didn't hurt. You know, they had, when I got a little older, they had some good advice, you know, for me, like, Hey, don't go down to Nashville and sign a bunch of contracts. And, um, you know, they, they introduced me to my first manager. Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely didn't hurt, you know, and, and, uh, uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're great guys. Let's go, uh, let's go back to mom. You were just mentioning mom as a singer. Uh, what kind of advice did she give you as you were starting your singing career? Did she have any pearls of wisdom for you? Yeah, she, uh, she used to say, sing louder. I mean, she, you know, she was on my hind end. I know that seems like, like a really simple, but when you're, when you're struggling singing and then you can't, you know, you're trying to project and, and your mother keeps going, sing louder, sing louder all the time. You, I just, you never quit hearing it. Um, that's one of the reasons I have a powerful voice now is because, you know, my mom pushing me to sing harder and sing louder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was like, Hey, if you don't believe it, don't sing it. No. Okay. So, which is a big thing. You know, that's, um, that's a big thing now because I probably would have been singing songs that made me successful um, uh, m- many years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would have just jumped on the broke country train or whatever. Right. Uh, but, you know, singing songs that I believe in um, has led me down a, a whole different path that I just am so glad I'm, I'm in that more traditional yeah. style of country music. So I'm blessed. Yeah. And, and authenticity is important. And your mom's advice is actually uh, timely because I, I mean, I have always said, I, I can't really sing. My wife would beg to differ. She, she says I do all right. Uh, in church yesterday, for the first time I started to, I started to sing louder and it sounded better. Yeah. Uh, you know, where I sat down at the end of the hymn, I'm like, man, I crushed that. Now I'm not ready to join the choir yet, but I mean, it felt pretty good. So yeah. Your, your mom's your mom's a wise woman for sure. <laughs> your uncle John Michael may not remember this, um, and I'm pretty sure I'm remembering it right. When I was out in Virginia, in the Shenandoah Valley, doing radio out there, I interviewed him at a time when he, I think it was a skiing accident. He had bro- broken his leg or hurt his leg, and I, he was laying on the couch. He was laying on the couch while I was talking to him. But anyway, I, he may or may not remember that. But that's that's one fun memory I have of your uncle. Kind of ringing the bell. Um, yeah. I feel like he's he's had lots of accidents lots of broken bones and you know he he john michael bit his tongue off when he was a kid and he can't smell i had no idea yeah he can't smell at all ever his whole life not not even a little bit has no sense of smell whatsoever that is crazy and it's crazy you're gonna have to wrap him up in bubble wrap he's gonna have to uh, be careful or something get him a helmet (laughs) (laughs) all right uh let's go back i told you we're gonna go back to it son of a I love that song from the first play I heard it. I thought it was such a good song. It should have gotten more love on country radio and the charts than it did. And to me, it highlights a big problem uh, for me about, we'll call it the industry. I mean, yeah. how frustrating is it for you when you know a song is a, is a hit, but it just doesn't, for whatever reason, get the, the legs that another song might get that, let's be honest, in our opinions, isn't the same quality song yeah um well there's so many politics that go into it um you just kind of got to believe if you you know if you believe in the song you just got to believe that 
someday, somehow, you know, it'll it'll be heard by a lot of people. Like, uh, for example, uh, what's the song by Fleetwood Mac? Um, and then you go again, you say you want freedom. Well, that song wasn't even a top ten. Right. I mean, it's there's there's a ton of songs like that 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 blow up for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. They end up on classic rock radio. Maybe some of it will be on classic country radio in the future, right. or it might get a, uh, on a TV show of some sort that blows up. And next thing you know, the songs like the hottest song, you just don't know. Yeah. And I, I believe in that song so much that I believe in the future it, it will be Good. timeless and yeah. it'll live on. So, Me too. No big. It's a brilliant. I mean, I, you a naturally patient man. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can tell from the way you're describing what you expect of that song. It's just, it's, you expect it to be something incredible and you're just going to wait for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the most patient person ever. That's good. I've been, you know, I have a, a lot of weaknesses, but, but, but I'm, I'm very patient. I have been for a long, my whole life. No, again, nothing wrong with that. I wish I, I wish I had that sort of patience. So that's good. <laughs> Drinking problems, your current single. Uh, Pretty heavy hitters coming together to put this record and uh, together and give it life. Uh, tell me about how, how the song landed in your lap. Um, let's see. John Party. Uh, John Party's my producer. John Party and Ryan Gore. Um, and uh, it got pitched to us for this project. And uh, Luke Combs is singing the demo. And Luke Combs wrote it in 2017. Okay. And uh, somehow I managed to to get a hold of it. Just ended up in a pile of songs. One day I listened to it and I just loved it. I was like, man, that's relatable. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's lighthearted. It's uh, it's a good. It'd be a good summertime song. And of course, you know, anything Luke Combs touches turns to gold. So I think it's gonna like, be all right. I was like, let me try this song on and see how it feels. It felt really good. So and it ended up being the radio song. You know, so. Yeah, it's been um, awesome. I love listening to it on KFDI, and, and wish you much success there. Let's let's hang with that. You mentioned you mentioned a project. We'll use air quotes. Uh, heading toward twenty twenty four and into next year. I mean, what are you working on? Um, I'm working on a full length record. Okay, it'll be out at the beginning of the of the year in twenty twenty four. Okay, uh, so songs pretty much all written, ready to go. Cut it, or where are we at? Yeah, um, we still got a few more songs to write um, for it, but. Uh, but we have most most of all the songs we need. Good. So I'm I'm excited for that. <laughs> um, a couple more questions, and we'll uh, then we'll wrap up beginnings. Um, when your time is done on this earth, I, I'm a big believer in legacy. Uh, when mm-hmm. your time is done on this earth, what do you want your legacy to be? Man, that's a that's a good question. That's a loaded, not loaded, but that's a important question. I ask um, it because I don't think enough people think about it. Yeah. Um. You know, I guess that I was a a good person. You know, just a, a good to my my family, good to my wife, and um, you know, good to people. Um, you know, I mean, the whole reason I the whole reason I write songs is because I want to change lives. You know, makes put a smile on somebody's face or whatever, and uh, hopefully, I do that. You know, leave behind some songs that move people. So. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I mean, what else could you ask for? Right, exactly. How was the uh, Music City Grand Prix? It was great. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> how can you not have a good time, right? I tell you, you know what the 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 shocking thing about that is, 
the same night I played, uh, Flo Rida played. Okay. And I had no, no idea who that was. Right. And I went over, me and my wife with our friends, we went over and just to watch him. I was like, I don't know who this guy is, but we went and watched him. And man, it was a great show. Yeah. A great show. I had a blast. Yep. But yeah, our show went great too. It was raining when we played, but you know, everybody was under the tent. I, I, I'm fine with that. Yep. You know, they, they didn't want to get wet. So it's all good. <laughs> Look, if Taylor Swift can play in the rain, you can too, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, when I watched your video on TikTok, uh, Laney Wilson, you said, hey, Laney, you know, you got a drinking problem, tossed her a beer. God, I wanted you guys to shotgun that beer so bad. I want I would. I mean, I've already got a lot of respect for both of you, but if she had just, and just knocked that back, I would have been like, damn. <laughs> yeah, she was about to go on stage. Oh, okay. so she probably didn't want to get beer all over her clothes. I get that. So. I get that. But we joked about it. We were like, we ought to shotgun them. And she, <laughs> we, we, obviously, we didn't do it, but that would have been funny. Yeah. When was the first time you shot, uh, like, how old were you when you shotgun your first beer? I think I bonged a beer first. Okay. Uh, I was 21. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes, you were. <laughs> <laughs> you remember I, the beer bongs? Yeah. You know, the, the oh, yeah. fun, beer yeah. funnels? Yeah. yeah. Like keg stands, whatever you want to call it. So, <laughs> um, I didn't shotgun my first beer until I was, I think, 48. I was a really? late, I was a late bloomer and and funny story uh, a college kid here at Wichita State University his name was Danny he talked me into it we were, yeah we were at a Christmas party at my house we had a bunch of beer and Jello shots and stuff and I was well into the evening and uh, he's like come on shotgun a beer I'm like I'm an old man I'm gonna look like a fool trying to do this I crushed it for my first one nice. yeah yeah one of my more proud moments when mom wasn't around to watch wow. so congratulations. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Uh, three, three random questions to take us home, Dylan. Here we go. Uh, right. Number one, favorite cookie. Cookie? Favorite cookie. Oh, um, gosh, I'm going to sound like such a pansy. I don't, I don't like cookies at all, so I don't, I don't have that. You did, yeah. yeah, no judgment. I only asked that question because someone this morning brought a bunch of cookies into the kitchen, so I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, question number two, last TV show you watched. Like like you and your wife binge watching anything or oh one called um um the bear oh yeah a cooking show right oh yeah, yeah. well it's a yeah it's it's not really a cook it's 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 a drama it really follows, it follows a chef and I think but it follows a chef yeah, yeah exactly yeah. okay uh not sure you got an answer to this one because we might be two different people here but <clears throat> last movie that made you cry. What is a movie that made me? I know there there are there are some like the, um, like the last one that made you cry. Man, there's some good movies out there. Right. I don't know if it made me cry, but I'll just because I can't think of an answer. My favorite is Tom Hanks. I love the Tom oh, yeah. Hanks. Yeah, he's uh, Captain Away, and uh, what's some of the other ones that he was in? Force Gump and all that. I mean, just yeah, A Man Called movie. Otto. A man, have you seen a man called? Oh Otto? yes, that's a great movie. That song, oh, that movie wrecked me. Absolutely wrecked yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Dylan Carmack. It's been great having you on Beginnings today. Sure. Uh, again, drinking problem, climbing the charts. We're playing it here on KFDI. You got uh, stuff in the works for 2024. I look forward to hearing the full album and what you got in uh, plan for that. And hopefully, you come around the way here in Wichita. We get a chance to see you here in town. I love Kansas, man. I'd love to come come back soon. Right. Maybe we'll see you soon. Absolutely. Much success to you. Take care. <laughs> Take care, buddy. Bye.